Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Saturday night get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Jody Mack coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. All right, we're looking forward to Week 18 of the National Football League season. Yes, we've never had a Week 18 before. I guess that makes it the biggest season ever. Well, that's what ESPN and the NFL Network tried to tell us all August. But uh, there are some very big games to be played in Week number 18. I think the biggest of which is the uh, 49ers and the Rams with some major playoff ramifications on both sides. A little bit bigger for the 49ers, though, because if they don't win, they're not a lock to get in. So let's take a look at that matchup from a 49er perspective. Joining us is columnist for the Bay Area News, covers the 49ers. Dieter Kirkenbach joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. Dieter, thanks for carving out a couple of minutes. Appreciate it greatly. It's absolutely my pleasure. Thanks for having me. No, it is our pleasure, and uh, we need to know about the 49ers. First things first. Health is a big question for the Niners coming into this game. Not only the quarterback position, which is where we'll start, but in other positions as well. Give us the overall outlook of how healthy or not the 49ers are. COVID uh, admittance into the protocols as well. How healthy are they coming into this game? They're cleared. They got everybody off that COVID list. They were going to be more or less without a secondary had the game been played tonight or I guess earlier in the week, but uh, they're fine. Uh, Jimmy Ward is going to play. He's been the outstanding safety for this team. They get two cornerbacks back, including their slot cornerback, which has always been an oxymoron to me, but alas, here we are, in Kwan Williams, who's going to pull more often than not the Cooper Cup responsibility. And obviously, since Cooper Cup is on the verge of history, pretty big responsibility there. Yep. Uh, they're as healthy as they could be on defense and on offense. They're healthy. We'll find out if that's effective or not. Well, uh, the one that is major question mark is, of course, at the quarterback position where uh, the coach came out uh, yesterday and said, well, I know who's going to be a starting quarterback, but Coach <laughs> Shanahan wasn't ready to share that with the world just yet. 
gamesmanship? Are they still hoping Garoppolo with another 24 hours gets even better? Uh, why the holdout of the information as to starting a QB? It's 100% gamesmanship. It will be Jimmy Garoppolo. They would have made some moves with the practice squad today that would have allowed them to have two active quarterbacks uh, by bringing up Nate Sudfeld or activating somebody from the practice squad if Jimmy Garoppolo was uh, not going to play. But he's going to play. He probably starts if he's going to play. So it's going to be Garoppolo. And then the question is, how healthy is Garoppolo? He, He was pretty bad the last time we saw him. And he's been up and down when he's been healthy. And this is a must-win game, as you mentioned off the top. So they're going to go with the veteran. Kyle Shanahan wants to go with the, the hand he trusts over the big play possibilities of the rookie in Trey Lance. I get where he's coming from, but this is going to be a scrutinized decision for years to come if they lose this game. Right. It's a Garoppolo start. It doesn't mean it's a Garoppolo finish. And last week, I watched most of the game. Um, Certainly, Lance played well in the second half when you pulled away and won and put you in the playoff position you're in right now. But he was also pretty shaky in the first half. If you're going to have a tale of two halves, you'd always rather have the the second half be the better one. And that's the way it was last week. Did they think he actually improved over time? Why the better play in the second half than the first half, not only for Trey, but the entire team? Well, I think Kyle Shanahan deserves some credit, too. I guess he also deserves some scorn for the initial struggles. Obviously, it was Trey. The game was spinning for him. This is a guy who barely played in Division I AA. He was playing for a powerhouse team in Division I AA. Going from that and small-town high school football in Minnesota to the NFL is unfathomable unless you're a hyper-elite player. And I think Trey Lance ultimately is. And I've seen him in training camp, seen him in practice. He looks the part, man, but it's a totally different thing when they're trying to take your head off. And the Houston Texans, they provided opportunity after opportunity for the Niners. The Rams will probably not do the same, even though the 49ers have had the Rams number over the last five games going 5-0. and oh. I, I can understand why Kyle Shanahan's going with the veteran, but we're playing the percentages game now with Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know what percentage he's going to be. I don't know how effective he's going to be. And I don't know if they're going to have to go to Trey Lance in this game because of Jimmy Garoppolo's thumb. So intrigue all the way up to uh, opening kickoff and, and probably throughout the game as well. All right. I uh, hear exactly what you're saying. And I, that's uh, the exact way I thought it was going to play out. Dieter Kuttenbach, our guest from the Bay Area News here with us on CBS Sports Radio. All right. Hypothetical, starting with the assumption that Jimmy Garoppolo's Jimmy Garoppolo, that the uh, injury isn't making things difficult for him. He's throwing away the, the ball the way he usually throws the ball. No better, no worse. But his usual Garoppolo performance when the 49ers have been good, they've been as good as almost any team in the National Football League. Oh, I might point to the beatdown they put on the Rams earlier this season as a high-point game. But when they played poorly, handled by uh, the Cardinals earlier this year, they don't look anything like a playoff team. Has there been anything that you've been able to see that maybe you can pick up early on that would tip the hand of which way the game is going to go? Is this the good 49er team or is this the questionable 49er team? If you had to point to one thing, what would it be? If it's one thing, we're going to talk about the 49ers run game. Kyle Shanahan is his father's son. This team wants to run the ball on first, second, and if they can, on third down. They're not afraid to pass it. Kyle Shanahan schemes dudes open as well as anybody in the NFL, whether those guys are hit by the quarterback, whether it be Lance or Garoppolo, is another story. But 
if this team is able to run the ball, we saw it in the 2019 NFL playoffs, and I know that feels decades ago, but it was only a couple of years ago, and they had Jimmy Garoppolo just hold on to the ball the entire game. He threw eight passes in the NFC Championship game two years ago, and they were able to go to the Super Bowl without a problem. So Kyle Shanahan wants to run the ball. Eli Mitchell, their rookie running back out of Louisiana, has been fantastic. They throw Debo Samuel back there a lot. They have Jeff Wilson, who's a nice change of pace back. They have they have the horses in the stable. They have the offensive line for it. I bet the Rams are going to sell out against it. But if the Rams sell out against it and the 49ers are still able to run it down their throat, you can bet that Kyle Shanahan will keep the ball out of Jimmy Garoppolo's hands for the entirety of the game, and you can bet the 49ers will probably win anyway. Well, that is what would come down to. That's what I was suggesting, uh, thinking was going to be the case. They're going to just try and run the ball as effectively as possible, which means getting an early lead. If you do that, then you yep. can be as aggressive as you want on the run. That's what mm-hmm. they did to the Rams in the first meeting between these two teams. Um, so it's going to be incumbent for them to do the same again here. Uh, if you don't get the opening kickoff and you've got to stop the Rams before you get your hands on the ball to establish that run, do we really yeah. say the, 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 the coin flip might be as key an aspect of this game as anything else? I, I get where you're coming from 100%. The 49ers defense I think it is actually fairly underrated. They've been so up and down this season. It's been hard to look at them in the macro sense, but they're one of the better defensive units in the NFL. And when they're healthy, and I think they're pretty darn close to healthy, save for a linebacker, um, they they can really get after it. Now, that's not to say that the Rams aren't going to be able to put points on the board. I do not expect a return to that Week 11 game, Week 10 game that they played at Levi's Stadium, but um, the 49ers defense can get after it, and so can the Rams defense. I don't think this is going to be a shootout, and if it is a shootout, the 49ers are, well, they don't have a paddle, and I, you can pretty much presume where they're going to be without that paddle. Trent Williams, uh, 100% close to it, the outstanding tackle of the 49ers. He good to go uh, across the board? Uh, good to go is probably a stretch. He's going to play, and he's going to be Trent Williams, and about an 85%. 80% Trent Williams, those arbitrary percentages we give players, is pretty much still the best offensive lineman in the NFL. So he'll be out there. He'll still be mauling dudes. But hey, Von Miller's really come on as of late for the Rams, and that matchup is going to happen frequently just by the nature of the positions that they play. I'm really interested to see how those go early in the game because that will tell us if Trent Williams is A-OK or if things might be a little bit shaky for the entire contest. All right, let's talk. And we're talking to uh, Dieter Kurtenbach from uh, the Bay Area News about the 49ers Rams uh, here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, let's flip it to the other side of the ball. Um, you mentioned the uh, Rams are not the te- kind of team you could usually shut down. They've got a lot of weapons. Uh, Cooper Cup is in the conversation for MVP. But we've also uh-huh. seen a return to the shaky Matthew Stafford uh, over the second half of this season. He makes big plays. He also will yeah. put the football up for grabs. How important is pressure for the 49ers to make sure that Stafford makes a mistake at some time during this game? Well, it's absolutely vital considering how bad the 49ers cornerbacks have been so far this year. I mean, they're going to toss Josh Norman out there. So, yeah, pressure might be pretty important. Now, the Niners will have Emmanuel Mosley, who is really coming along and has been a really good player for them as of late. He missed five, six, seven weeks with an ankle injury, he's going to be back for this game. So they're going to be a little bit better at corner and we'll probably have to play Ambry Thomas, the rookie out of Michigan. But yeah, it, 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 Matt Stafford can throw a couple up 
and they're going to be able to come down with the ball or they're going to get a flag against it. It's been a tactic for a lot of teams that the 49ers have faced. The faster Nick Bosa and company can get to Matt Stafford, the better chance they have. The question is, it's going to be Nick Bosa. We know he's going to get there because he's awesome. Who's the company? And they've seen Arden Key and Eric Armstead. They've seen a bunch of dudes kind of show up for a game. One of them or two of them or three of them have to show up for this game because Bosa cannot do it by himself. And as shaky as Stafford can be with that big playability, I think the Rams like their chances. All right. Uh, we know that the uh, 49ers have beaten the Rams the last five. Count them five. That's two-plus years yeah. and at times in a row that these two teams have met. And um, the two coaches are fans and friends of each other, so there's not trash talking going on about the fact that the 49ers have owned the Rams. But there's something to five in a row. What do you yeah. think it is? It's physicality, and I think that the Rams, as of late, with getting back to running the ball with Sony Michelle, might have upped their physicality a little bit. I'm seeing it on defense, too. But the 49ers, in those last five games, they've had bad quarterback play in most of them. It's been, they've been the more physical team. They punch the L.A. boys in the mouth, and Hollywood doesn't really like that kind of stuff. They prefer <laughs> stage punches. So uh, that, that's what it's looked like to me. But, again, watching the Rams as of late, I think I think that they know. I think that they've had this game circled. Uh, I think that they know what the issue has been, and I think they've upped their game in that regard. So we could have a real drag it out, slug it out, week eighteen contest for the first time ever. Know that if the Forty ers win, they're in. Uh, it'll be a wild card team. I have to find out the rest of the results of the action to find out who they're going to match up against. If they don't, if they lose and the Saints win and they don't make the playoffs. How big of a disappointment will this season end up being? It makes the entire season kind of a waste of time, Jody. Like it's, they, they drafted Trey Lance. They traded away all the first-round draft picks they could get their hands on. They went all in on the kid and then refused to play him this year outside of the two games where Jimmy Garoppolo was injured. And if you don't make the playoffs after saying we're going with Jimmy Garoppolo because he's our win-now option, if you don't win now, you just wasted a year of Trey Lance's rookie contract and he didn't really get any better, because you saw in that Texans game, he got better the more football he played. What a wild concept for a rookie quarterback. So it would be a massive disappointment. If you're going for the win-now option, the make-the-most-of-this-year option, you better get more than not making the playoffs. Otherwise, you've really wasted a year of Trey Lance's development, and that's a real problem. All right, and since we went there, we know that they want to win them all and go into the playoffs and make a run as best they can if they don't. Is it a foregone conclusion that Jimmy Garoppolo will be elsewhere next year? Are they going to come in with a more open competition between these two again next season, or are they just going to hand the keys to the car, kind of like the Chiefs did with Alex Smith a couple of years back ago when they had this kid named Patrick Mahomes, I'm sure you've heard of him now, uh, who was sitting <laughs> yeah. on the bench for an entire year, and he's become what he's become. Are they going to try and double down on that cheap blueprint? Is he a given to be their starting quarterback opening day next year? They, they want to do the Chiefs' blueprint. I think that they're very comfortable following through on the Chiefs' footprint. footprint. Foregone conclusion, whatever like one step below foregone conclusion is, let's go with that for the 49ers. If for no other reason, then they take the salary cap seriously. They're, they're fools for doing that, but they take the salary cap seriously. And there's a lot of guys who need to get paid. And Jimmy Garoppolo makes a lot more money than a backup quarterback should make, whereas Trey Lance, again, has this very cost-effective rookie deal, even as, the number three overall pick. So it's going to be Trey's team next year in 99% of likelihoods. 
Uh, Jimmy will, they'll try to trade him. We'll, we'll see if anyone wants to take him. I think uh, week 18 is going to tell us a lot about how, how much trade value Jimmy Garoppolo has. And certainly the Niners have spent all year trying to recoup like a third round draft pick. It seems like it's been their, their top priority. So they're hoping that Jimmy plays well. They make the playoffs and they can get that ever so important day two draft pick for a Ooh. starting quarterback. Ooh, shot on goal there. I like it, Dieter. All right, last <laughs> thing. Uh, we're, we're East Coast based, so you know this yep. much better than we do out there in the uh, Bay Area. It's been a couple of years since the 49ers took it down to Santa Clara, 45 miles outside of San Francisco. Any dip in their fan base, same as it ever was? No, they've actually gotten better because people love taking a drive south down to Santa Clara. How how has the fan base handled the relocation out of the city with the 49ers? Listen, the 49ers are always going to be a powerhouse in this region, and the Raiders leaving only helps that argument. They're not, not even a region. I mean, west of the Mississippi, west of Dallas, they might be the biggest football brand in this country and certainly over here, but people hate that drive. <laughs> people hate that drive. They don't like the stadium very much, even though it is much newer and so much nicer than Candlestick Park. Uh, it's kind of a soulless corporate wasteland amongst a bunch of strip mall you know, outlets and stuff like that. So people don't like it. People complain about it, but ultimately they're, they're still watching on TV. So I, I would say the fan base is as engaged as ever, but getting them to buy $500 football tickets, eh, maybe that's where the limit of their engagement goes. Dieter will be in the house. I don't think he's shown out to 500 but he will be in the house for the game <laughs> tomorrow. We appreciate you coming on with us tonight. Thanks much. You'd be a great one. Enjoy. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. Dieter Kurtenbach from the Bay Area News here with us talking Niners and Rams. I think the biggest game of the day tomorrow in the NFL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, Celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 